So today I wanted to discuss something that is very near and dear to our heart because um, if you don't know it, my husband and I, we have founded Expect a Miracle Ministries in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and our program um, consists of a one-year discipleship program where men and women come in and the majority of the things that they battle with is drug addiction. And I really wanted to talk about drug addiction today because I have noticed that through the years, you know, from the time 20 years ago when we were addicted to drugs, um, life has changed and the life of the drug addict has changed. Drugs have changed. Um, the different drugs on the street have changed. What drugs do to people have changed. And I just kind of feel like it's something that I need to be more familiar with. And I also believe that a lot of people are not familiar with because drug addiction at one time was um, illegal drugs and, um, you know, having to find a way to get illegal drugs and the addiction was different. The high was different and the kicking was different. Um, the kicking as far as coming off of the drugs is different. And one of the things that we battle a lot with now in our program is prescription drugs. And prescription drugs are are very different because one, um, they're easier to obtain. They're easier to get your hands on. Um, they You can actually get them legally prescribed. And but one of the things that we're noticing is that the effects on a person are severe. Yeah, just like... 20 years ago, we were dealing with um, heroin addicts, crack addicts, people um, struggling with alcohol, um, methadone, and we were in training, and what we did was we took care of these people that were coming off of these types of drugs, and um, for, for us, we were actually taking care of, I would say, thousands of, of men coming in and going through this process of detoxing these men off of the, off of these different types of drugs and you get to see uh the different types of of kicking you know you had a heroin addict that was coming off you kind of start to f see the way that they would detox and you kind of had a, a system that you can help them wing them off and then we had an alcoholic so then we kind of start to see how we can help these men that are coming off of alcohol and we can there was a different way to detox them. And then, well, you know, a crack addict would come in and they were pretty much just tired. They needed just to get some sleep, get some food, build up some physical strength. And then, um, you know, we could move them into class. And then here we are in 2022 and we're dealing with a whole different type of, of drugs. Like my wife said, we got, you know, we got prescribed pills out there. We got we got so many different types of drugs coming out now, which is it's a whole new learning process of how to detox these these men and the women that are coming off of these drugs. And I think it's safe to say um, that, you know, 15 years ago when we were in training and people were the majority of the things that people were coming off of were like you said, heroin and, um, you know, crack cocaine and these, um, these amount of time that it took to come off of these drugs were within a few weeks. 
And one of the things that I'm noticing is that with prescription drugs and with drugs that are, you know, processed and made, man-made, are taking months or sometimes, you know, a lot longer than that to actually detox a person. And I think the biggest thing is that when you're detoxing, you know, within a few days, you know, you have your peak and then you have where you come down. And I think with these prescription drugs, I think the fear of what they do to the mind and to the body that a person that is detoxing off of them, what it can actually do. And in that amount of time that it takes. Yeah. And, and talking about fentanyl pills, um, you know, there's so many different ways to um, use them to get high. We're actually trying to have some type of victory in bringing some kind of detox into an individual. Uh, it's it's very difficult right now. We we see the the stronghold that it has on the individual. We see the the how it bounds them to it, and just the way they they go through the process of detoxing. It's it's just such a very difficult. Uh, process and right now I think it's like a whole new learning of how to help these men and women overcome that type of addiction it's and I think also to the mentality because I know that at the time that you know with my addiction and I was addicted to drugs of course the drugs were street drugs and the drugs were illegal so there's also that conscious state of mind that this is wrong. I know what I'm doing is wrong. I know this is illegal. The ways that I'm getting it is illegal. The, the state of mind was that I knew that it was wrong. But one thing that I'm also noticing with the prescription drugs is that there's not as much of a, of a conviction or as much of a what I'm doing is wrong because how can you tell someone that they're in a place that, that they are wrong when they can just go and get a prescription from their doctor right and I just it's just hard because also the mindset and also what we're noticing is that by the time they come into our program the way that they think and their mind is so so distorted and and they're they're um a lot of people we I can honestly compare them to zombies that they're not in their right mind and it's it's you know, kind of getting some kind of training and watching different, uh, you know, shows and stuff. And how you talked about that, how, you know, once a person gets uh, their first high and how it was explained is like their frontal lobe is just like it starts to get off balance. And this is something I've kind of learned was this is taking now once it once you you take your first, you know, hit or you, you do get your first high. They say that it's almost like a two-year process of just allowing your your frontal lobe to even just get back into the the original state that it was in. Like it really throws your whole body off off balance, and it's like you know uh, working with these different types of people. Now knowing that you get you kind of look at them, and you're like, wow, just how how off people can get with different types of drugs. Right. And I, and one thing with, you know, with Expect a Miracle, we have been trained that when a person does come in and they're they are kicking, they're coming off of drugs. You know, we make sure that somebody is with them 24 um, seven. We're constantly reading the word of God, praying over them. 
um, meeting the need. And, you know, we were trained that this is how we do this. And we believe that Jesus Christ is the greatest healer. And I'm not um, trying to disclaim that. I know that God can heal. I know that God has brought healing. I know that God can um, remove the, you know, the want or the, the, the withdrawals, the craving. I, you know, I understand that. But I also understand that we are getting to a place where um, we're battling a different demon. And I just, you know, and, and one of the things that, you know, being here in Albuquerque, um, New Mexico is that, you know, it is one of the top places for alcohol related deaths. It is one of the top places for drug driving rates. It also has, um, the highest rates of drug use among the nation's youth. And so here in Albuquerque, there is not, um, there is not very many, um, programs as far as, you know, for drug addiction that are inpatient. And I know that there are a few, um, you know, programs like ours that are faith-based. Um, but if you really take about, take the handful of programs and then with the millions of people that are addicted to the, to drugs, it really is just a small bandaid. Right. And it's kind of crazy because thinking about, you know, the years before, um, you know, we were actually seeing success of people that were coming in that were addicted, you know, bound to this uh, drug addiction. We were actually seeing almost at least an 80% of, how would I say, of success, Success. you know, we, we were we were seeing almost every day people coming in and overcoming this addiction and actually getting their life back on track and, you know, uh, working again and, and, you know, getting a family, you know, kids and like, just, we, we've seen this and then now here we are, we're, we're like at a whole different state and it's kind of like, like all the statistics that you were saying is like, man, we're like battling something that's totally different where now we're having to almost go back to the drawing board and kind of like reevaluate everything and kind of look at stuff and see like, what is it that we are needing to do to bring this change again so that we can continue to see this success uh, continue to rise up. And I just think that it's something that is important to talk about because I know within the 20 years that, that I've been doing ministry, we don't sit down and talk about drug addiction because, um, you know, especially with the men and women, we understand that drug addiction is just a symptom of sin and a symptom of where they started. So we don't sit down and we don't say, Hey, this is your brain. And this is your brain on drugs. We right away begin to um, teach them the word of God and teach them how to walk in a different lifestyle and, and, and believing and trusting that they will have a relationship with Jesus, that they will have a life change. But when you have a hundred thousand people that are addicted to drugs it's almost impossible to walk out and not be surrounded by that environment. Right. It's almost, it's, um, it's, it, you cannot tell me that not everybody is affected by it. Right. Everybody is affected by it. So many families, so many homes, so many, you know, fathers, mothers, daughters, sons, that were, everyone's affected. I think even now, you know, we're hearing now 10, 11, 12 year old kids experiencing this type of addiction and and now having to battle this addiction at, at a younger age and it's and then and now that just the variety the variety of 
of there are still street drugs. There are still people that are addicted to heroin and crack cocaine and cocaine. And then now we have a different group of people that are addicted to fentanyl and Oxycontin and Suboxone. And Suboxone. Now we got, you can just go get a prescription. They give you a hundred count of Suboxone and you're hooked. And then the alternative is methadone, which is, as we know, you know, especially in training, that it is harder to get off methadone than it is off of street drugs. Right. And it's crazy because it's like with the methadone, they put you at such a high percentage that it's like you have to have it because their milligrams are just so high that you can't even function or you can't even, you know, comprehend things anymore because you need this this dose that they give you. And, you know, with us, we're, you know, we're asking if they are dealing with this type of addiction. Well, if you can get down at least to 15 or, or, or 20%, so we can at least try to help you come off of this methadone. Because if, if you know, if that's the case, if you're going to just struggle with your addiction you know with the with the detoxing process right you know i think i have seen this one uh incident where this gentleman was already over 30 days and still didn't have no uh strength and the the sh the, the shakes and the and being cold and no you know he we have to have him walk around and you know just it was just crazy right it, it's it's really crazy to know what these drugs do to a person and I think even just with us talking about it it's really hard to even picture it unless you see it unless you see you know we we've seen people that have come in and have stayed for weeks and they just like I just still can't do this I can't do this and and how they're you know mentally they're mentally addicted they're physically addicted they're they're spiritually bonded and addicted and it is a it, it takes a whole overhaul and a whole decision to really want change and yeah. really want because you're you're battling you know a 360 you're battling a huge demon and i think a lot of the people that are in that state know the cure quick and that's just getting high again because then you don't feel the aches you don't feel the pain your you know your bones aren't like feel like they're gonna just you know come apart and you know, you, you don't you don't have to deal with any of these symptoms that you have to go through in your process of, of detoxing. So, you know, they keep telling themselves, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. And then eventually, because you tell yourself so so long, you can't do this. Then it's kind of like then you're just going right back to to the vomit, you know, and then you go right back to your addiction and then you can you try to cope with life again. It's just it's it's so the, the it's so hard to just um help them right now to kind of break free right and i and i also you know i also see that that there is a need and there is a want to change but again it's so easy to just get your hands on it's so easy to just you know walk out the door and find it somewhere because with everybody on it it's it's everywhere and and i and I also know that, you know, especially where we are in ministry and where and our sole purpose is that 
to teach someone to live a different life, to become someone who was addicted and, and dependent on on drugs and alcohol, to turn around and live a different life and to and to be part of society and to have a job and to sustain a job and you know and and have a different lifestyle. But I also feel like we're fighting a battle that that not only is, you know, demonic, but also the system is making it harder to enabling them you know exactly like like now we're even dealing with medical cards now you just go walk up and you just show your medical card and you come out with the oh no you i guess a a bag of weed you know right it's okay now you know and it's totally different and i think about the different companies that are thriving and making millions of dollars off of having a line of people in line for methadone and and I just it's just it's such a burden and I think that you know God has us in the place that he wants us to be and I believe that um you know I think it's becoming more of a burden because of the fact that I you know I have this um this in me where I'm like how how do you tell someone about the name of Jesus when they're mentally can't even think or they mentally can't even you know focus you know you you have to get a a clear word or or a clear you know let me tell you about Jesus and when people are not in their right mind um you know I am just asking God to show me a different way or or how does he want me to go about that because it's a whole different ball game right well I you know I think about when I was addicted you know my day would, the minute I wake up, I'm, my mind process was already thinking about, okay, where am I going to go score? And where am I going to go get, you know, my drugs? And, you know, I can make, you know, get my high on. And then I know I have this amount of time. And then I'm going to have to, you know, get high again. And then I already know. So that's like, that's my whole thinking process. It's just about, you know, my high, getting high, getting high, getting high. And it's, uh, it's, it's, it's consumed my thoughts. Even now with this type of, of drugs that are out there, I could just imagine the thought process that they go through, you know, and it's just, it's just so horrible. It is. And then also, you know, just kind of studying and looking up the statistics. One of the things that I noticed was on, you know, on the graphs or on the lines or on the charts is that, you know, for for women, it's just kind of a constant. But for men, it's just skyrocketing. And I think that's also, um, you know, it's just really sad because as far as like families and and, you know, because because um, drug addiction is affecting everything. It's affecting families. It's affecting our, you know, livelihoods. Um, you know, here in Albuquerque, you can't even keep a car in front of your house because, um, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it'll be gone, you know, and, and, you know, more people are robbing banks and more people are stealing and more people are, are getting very desperate for that high. Right. It's a, it's a different thing. So, you know, and, and again, I just, you know, it's just something that was really a burden in my heart that I wanted to talk about. But again, I just wanted to, you know, remind everybody that we do offer, you know, a place for, 
it's an in-house program. It's a one-year discipleship program. And, you know, we have expectamiracleabq.com. We talk a lot about of our, our rules and our regulations and how we go about with the intake process. Um, but basically, you know, if you're ready, if you want to bring change into your life and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll pray with you, we'll pray alongside with you, we'll fight that battle with you and, you know, and just trusting in God that God will heal you because, I know he can. He did it for us, and right. we've been clean and sober for did 22 for years. Our yeah. kids, us, you know. We we have also success stories from the ministry as well. You know, we have people that have overcome and actually got families and now, you know, got businesses and are working in good businesses. And, you know, it's just, um, it's a blessing. Amen. Thank you, guys.